the picky menace alarm because picky knocked a glass off the table in the middle of the night, which I sliced my finger on, and then she hopped up on the windowsill, dangling her tail as if she was a wall clock and had nothing to do with it. I'm pissed. It's Radio Free Tote Bag, and I'm Donovan. And I'm Arthur. That's fucked up. Man, I think like, there's still glass in my finger. I can't tell. Fun. Cats I was is- just com- I was just commenting the other day. I don't remember the last time. I was like, who the fuck wears Band-Aids? When was the last time I put a Band-Aid? When was the last time I got injured? Mm-hmm. And fucking sure enough, you know, the glass shards that I haven't been cut by in years either. I break stuff and I'm like, whatever. It's not as scary as it seems. But it was, Arthur. My finger got mangled. That's terrible. Uh, cats have a tendency to go through these phases where they want to just fucking absolutely destroy shit. Or, like, <laughs> they just they, they do it because they know it'll get a rise out of you, I think. I had a cat um, that I had a futon, right? And I had yeah. I had a tall boy, a pap, sitting on the arm of the futon next to me, and he runs by and just just enough to knock it over, clips it on the way by, and knocks it into my lap. Oh no! And I'm like, you fucking did that on purpose, and I know you did, <laughs> motherfucker. And they just they just stare at you and give you a cute little neutral face, yeah. and you can't even be mad. You can't even because they're fucking adorable. And five seconds later. All is forgotten. Yeah, we can't yeah. even be mad because they, we have a fucking brain parasite from scooping their poop that makes us love exactly. them. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I, I pick as if she fucking heard me talking shit. Piggy's in here right now, smacking me with her tail and <laughs> licking my leg. May I uh, share a brief story from my time in the unnamed retail establishment that I just had? Dude, dote me. So Bro, there is fucking dote me. There is a six month return policy. At the unnamed retail establishment, I think that that's rather generous. You have six months to purchase something and then return it. Stand there at the counter. Woman walks up, pulls some Christmas gear out of a bag, and I'm like, "This Uh-oh. is this is bad." And uh, I go ahead and do the return like normal, like I normally would. And I go, I scan the thing, and I say, "Yeah, it says here that this is outside the return window. Uh, you bought this back in January." And uh, it looks like we're not going to be able to return it. And, of course, she has a problem with that. It makes me get a manager. <laughs> and uh, they're going back and forth over what we can do for them. And she's like, well, I'll just call the 1-800 number. And she's, my manager says, they'll tell you the exact same thing I did. And I'm like, I love when a manager said him with that. <laughs> and uh, this, is, this is my favorite moment that I've had lately. She says, well, what do you suggest I do? And in my head, I think, I got a couple suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> you could walk out of the store and directly into traffic. Do that. <laughs> Wouldn't mind that very much. That's it. That's the whole, that's the whole story. I love did, that did line. She fuck what do you suggest off I do? She did indeed fuck off after, this sucks, the manager gave her a store credit for the value of the items, which if we had done the return without the receipt, she would have gotten like a dollar ninety because some horse shit Christmas shit from last year. We're not going to sell that again for any right. meaningful amount of money. Uh, so, but she gave her like twenty bucks in store credit, and I'm like, ugh, would not have done that if I was the management. I'm just like, how do you how do you forget to return Christmas shit for? Why did she buy it in January? Well, because I'm sure one. because it was no dollars. Oh, okay. Okay, so you have Christmas paraphernalia 
worth twenty dollars mm-hmm. that you have held onto for over six months. Yeah, and then you're like, you know what? I'm gonna expend the effort to yep. collect this shit, return to the store, and attempt to return. I don't, I don't get it, man. Yeah. Don't, Today's the day. Today's the day it comes back. Was it still in the packaging? Um, well, it was on the hanger. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know about that. I'm yeah. sus. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's sus. Well, she's dead now, so we can all <laughs> revel in that, in that small victory. And speaking, speaking of small, our sex has published a small survey. Yes. Yes, they have. Yes. They, they've been asking uh, to just all users of the subreddit, at what age did you first have sex? Arthur, you, you came across that. Uh, you can see the results for it. They've got something like uh, 500 people responding. Yeah, and they gave kind of age ranges. They have not yet. They have less than 17, 18 to 21, 22 to 25, 26 to 35, and 36 plus. Like, what did you think this was going to shake out as? What What category did you think was going to be? the the most populous this is about where i expected i was gonna guess the eight like looking at these now i would have guessed around 18 for most people Mm -hmm. uh you know and you do have the second highest is in there so the most is under 17 that's where i'm at that's where i think you're at Mm -hmm. and that's 230 um and it's close to you know 209 for 18 to 21 probably a similar age range you know yeah. Like span of ages in both of those. Yeah. So that, that makes that makes some sense to me. Yeah. Twenty two to twenty five forty seven, twenty six to thirty five thirteen, and one for thirty six plus. Yep. One individual uh, who has seen this poll so far uh, at an age greater than thirty six lost their virginity. That's wild to me. There's, yeah. I mean, there's not to shit on anybody, but that's just crazy to me. Right. It's Steve Carell. Yeah. I mean, it literally, literally is. <laughs> I just but thought no, that, I, that was some interesting information. I think we should check back with this poll as it continues. Yeah, this this was... Oh, shit, it's only been out for seven hours. Yeah. So maybe we'll update and see where it shakes out. Yeah. But this, yeah, I mean, this is kind of what I would expect. Yeah. I am surprised of this many less than 17, because I remember I lost my virginity... And it was like a wild thing at school. Like I was telling my friend, none of my friends fucked. Mm. And then I moved back to the States and most of my friends didn't fuck until like out of college. What I'm trying to get across is I was really sick as I <laughs> I too was sick. <laughs> I fucked at 13. Were you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I do remember us talking about that. Yeah. It was some shit, dude. <laughs> it was wild. So we, we're, I'm going to get a little bit of my, uh, my, work shit my my data experience here mm-hmm. i will say this is probably constrained by people who are active on a reddit sex board are probably likely to do so you know be at a younger age when they lose their virginity because they're on this damn forum yeah a little, you little know selection bias in these smaller age ranges that the majority of people fall you know it's a younger audience on reddit in general so like across the population i feel like this wouldn't be as far off, but I think that that average age would skew past eighteen mm-hmm. with more more people involved. Because mm-hmm. what about like religious fucking dorks 
who don't want to fuck until they do, you know, the creepy ceremony yeah. that links them together legally for <laughs> they eternity. Gotta do, they got to do the fusion dance. In yeah, front of all their friends. and that's that's typically past eighteen. I feel like I feel just like the normie and conservative population of this country, I think, would shift it up a right. little bit more. Right. But yeah, I'd be I'd be curious to see how this plays out. Yeah. So and if you're listening and you're 36 plus and you lost your virginity after that, tell us about that story. Because that's some shit, not like mocking people, that's some shit I'm interested in. Oh, for sure. You know? Like, what does that look like? Because when you're, you know, uh, having sex under age 17, you're probably just like, wow, you're cute. And they're like, you're cute. Also, do you, we have 15 minutes to spare, like, away from yeah. adults? Can we just, like, bang this out right now? Uh, and no one has experience. Yeah, and it's it's so. What does it look like uh, above that age? It's it's a fascinating question. Well, if anybody's got stories in that realm, maybe we'll keep an eye out for a Reddit post, or maybe I can check the comments on this as time goes on because I, I think people will talk about that. Uh, but maybe maybe we'll we'll report back on this uh, next episode once this poll has some more time. Hey, if you want to go fucking throw your own data in there too. You yeah, know? we'll uh, we'll link this in the uh, episode description, so you can check out that poll. Yeah, check Good out times. that poll. <laughs> a little, hey, a little off the beaten path, uh, you know, for our usual kind of questions we find. But this next one certainly is not. <laughs> this is ab- this is our core competency. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. The title of this Reddit question uh, from the R Sex Board is "Sexy Game Night." This human person with their actual hands typed this. <laughs> I want to eventually host a sexy game night and have fun with my friends. Emphasis on fun in capitals. I got an extensive collection of board and video games that I want to add a few rules to in order to <laughs> maximize the fun. So below are my ideas. Some of them are probably better on paper, but I'm really interested in hearing if anyone else does this, they don't, or has more ideas. Here's here's a title. Strip Fighter. Guests rotate <laughs> fighting each other in Street Fighter and trying to reach three wins first. Loser strips off the difference in round wins. Thus, uh, if it's close, two to three, the loser would only take one thing off. But if it's a sweep, they take three things off. Once someone is fully nude, if they lose, they owe the winner a favor that can be anything from a kiss to a hand job, but the players have to negotiate that before the start of the match so they know what they're playing for. Here's another one. Jackpot Jackbox. The overall winner of a Jackbox game gets to stand up and be the center of attention by all the other players for one to two minutes. What the fuck does that mean? I think that I think they're envisioning that you're gonna play Jackbox with like your friends, and then they're all gonna suck your dick if you win. <laughs> <laughs> Showtime poker. Plenty of other games can strip the players. Uh, so this version of Texas Hold'em has each big blind get the opportunity to stand up and put on a show for the other players. Just standing mm. up so the other players get a better view gets a minimum tip. But there's no maximum if they put on a great show. Okay. Um, and this this is the final one here. Uh, prostitution Monopoly. <laughs> Regular Monopoly. 
but now you can freely negotiate sexual favors and kisses in exchange for properties and cash injections. So just like regular Monopoly, if you've been playing it right, says this person. And of course, there will be the fan favorites, Spin the Bottle and Truth or Dare, etc. This was posted by an actual human being <laughs> with the account, his sexy account 69. I got my regular account and I got my sexy account. That's right. Where I talk about libertarian monopoly. <laughs> it's real sexy. Wow. Wow. The, this, so is, the, I, this is giving me bad feelings throughout my body. Oh, for sure. I hate this. Nobody in the comments is like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're all like, this sounds like fun. Can I come? Sounds like a great time with some really good friends. You could try something with Jenga. Number the pieces and make a list of corresponding actions and dares for each piece. Is is everyone else, like, having sex game parties and I'm not invited? Like, what is this? Yeah, I've been... I've been around a lot of scenes in my time. Sure. You have, too. We go to raves and shit. Yeah. Those are pretty sexually liberated people. That's right. I've never even known someone to be like... Yeah, I'm having a you know a sexy game night this weekend. You know, we're gonna play uh, we're gonna play shoots and ladders. <laughs> if you get the shoot, you get fucked in the poop shoot. Yeah, if you slide down one of the one of the shoots, you have to slide onto a penis. Yeah, I uh, this it's just like if if you're if you're part of like a BDSM dungeon or something with. People who are, like, already comfortable with doing shit, like, openly and all that and, you know, potentially having multiple partners and that sort of thing. Like, that's one deal. But this person doesn't, like, mention a goddamn thing of anything in the past like this. He doesn't (laughs) mention having friends who are into it. He's like, oh, I got this idea. Give me more ideas. And then, what, you're going to pitch it to your friends? Emphasis (laughs) on, on fun? F-U-N, <laughs> your fucking libertarian shit there and your other ideas here make me think that fun, Arthur, you ready for this? Okay. The fun stands for fucking ugly nerd, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, it's like, because <sighs> uh, I'm reading this and I'm like, don't do this. Like, you shouldn't do this. On the other hand, I definitely would play like best of five Street Fighter with somebody with the fucking loser having to give the other one head. I would do that, but I'm not sure that humans should. Like, I have no self-respect and would do this. (laughs) And I'm just not sure where you'd find, as I said, unless you are already in, you know, part of some kind of community or group or something. uh, I I don't know how how you're going to sell people on. Yeah, like, you're just gonna hit up the folks that you fucking go to trivia night at the bar with? Be like, hey, everybody, let's go back to my house and fuck. (laughs) Instead of, uh, you know, instead of winning a $50 gift card uh, to this, you know, restaurant slash, you know, brew pub, you know, you win, you win a handy. You get to be the center of attention by all other players for one to two minutes. (laughs) I, I I like to imagine uh, that that means it can be anything. I just get to stand up there and be like, I'm going to sing the Zoot Suit song for two minutes, and y'all got to pay attention to me for the whole two minutes. And people are just sitting there, <laughs> just completely disinterested, 
but one person's trying to suck your dick the entire time you're trying to swat them away while you're singing. <laughs> I'm also just going to say another piece of evidence against this fucking cretin is, again, that account name. Mm-hmm. Nobody, I don't think anybody who's out there, like, making shit like this work and everybody's into it and it's a great time. I don't think anybody like that is corny enough to make their name his sexy account. 69. 69. 69, very important. But hey, man, if you have that group, like, if you're just not even, you know, if you're part of some swingers or something, you're just burying the lead on this shit. These are all good ideas for that sort of thing. I'm just saying, unless you're in a circle that has already, like, established some kind of sexual openness and, like, interest into group activities like that and, like, doing things in front of people, like, I don't think you're just going to sell your homies on this one. Hmm. Right? Like, well, we don't, we don't, you know, we don't know any girls. Carl, you know, you've got, you got your grandma who lives with you. She's a girl. Like, can you ask her if she, like, I'm just picturing this as like a group of fucking Dorcas, like, uh, anarcho-capitalist dudes. (laughs) Sure. And they're just scrolling through their phone of white dudes with bow ties and greasy, shitty white dudes, Mm -hmm. you know. Both one's just got the wrapper on it, and they're like, "Okay, who knows a girl who's into street fighter and also public sex?" I uh, <laughs> I made the mistake of clicking on user his sexy account sixty nine, looking at the post history there, and uh, now I know what his penis looks like. So, mm. does he have a good dick? It's a, I mean, it's a dick. He's got an alright dick. I'm sure it. I'm you know it does its thing. Is it greasy? Um, I will say that the, the title of the post is my cock after my wife is done with it. And, uh, uh there's some, uh, there's some jizz on his balls. So. Okay. Now, now I'm thinking potentially this person is older mm-hmm. and a married swinger. I'm surprised they would give no context to that. Or, you know, or maybe they're lying on the other post and he just whipped his dick out and he's like, yeah, my wife just sucked me off when, you mm-hmm. know. Really, he was just sounding his own dick and crying in a bathroom. <laughs> Could be. Um, but so, I don't know. There, there's, again, between swingers, I'm sure this could be a, a good time, but I don't, I don't, uh, this, this dude sounds skeevy mm-hmm. uh, and greasy, oil Skeed. coated. Greasy. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not on board with this one. Yeah. And hey, you do you, partner. Just, you know, let's get consensual. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's part of that's part of my concern. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> this isn't this one. This isn't a game. Arthur, <laughs> this is science. This is real life. Former microbiologist, let me explain that fishy odor. I'm pasting my response to a post from the other day because I've seen enough posts about bad vaginal odor. And so much misconception regarding the cause. I have to answer you, even though I'm late to the party. I've never had a problem with any fishy odor until my husband and I started having sex. Everyone screams BV. I worked many years as a clinical laboratory scientist exclusively in microbiology. I thought that I did have BV simply because of the distinctive smell. Well, I didn't because I had no symptoms of BV except odor. But what I did have was a chemical reaction going on when my husband's semen got inside of me. 
The bacteria that cause BV, Gardnerella vaginalis, are part of the normal flora in women. <laughs> when a woman's vagina becomes off-balance, pH, the normal flora gets replaced with increased amounts of Gardnerella, among other bacteria not usually part of the vaginal flora. All women have Gardnerella in their vagina. When we would do an external slide test from a vaginal swab, if a woman has BV, a drop of KOH on the slide, a wet mount made from a swab of her vagina, would produce an overwhelming fishy odor called the whiff test. <laughs> I'd like all this science terminology and then here comes the whiff test. <laughs> I'm thinking there is a substance in the semen that creates this same result. The solution? Quit ejaculating inside of her vagina or wear a condom. This was the only thing that worked. No amount of washing or douching would take the odor away. None. It just literally had to wear off for lack of a better word. And that was posted by Caffem73. Thank you, Caffem73. Um, so it seems that a woman who has a lot of... P and V uh, to completion with no pullout and no condom has more of a fishy odor. That's interesting. Yeah. And they're thinking it's, it's, you know, part of the interaction between whatever fucking flora is in the semen and, and as vaginal flora. It's I've never experienced this though. Yeah. I've had, I take that back. I don't know. I've, I've been with, a good share of partners, maybe two times I can remember where things were smelling, not like just because normally I don't, none of that shit phases me, even right. if it's a little on the, a little, little on the smelly side. I don't know. Let's really say pungent. Me. Yeah. Uh, but you know, the fish odor is a different thing. Yeah. And like I said, that's just rare. And I've had partners where like, you know, we're we're using birth control, and so like I'm coming inside them, mm -hmm. and and still none of this. Yeah, so, exactly. Like, maybe I'm it's just, a specific thinking, to certain people. I'm thinking back to to uh, yeah, partners where I've routinely had uh, P and V and ejaculated in the vaginal canal, and I cannot identify a fishy odor from those times. Yeah, the the only one that I can remember off the top of my head, like I was in high school way back is with a partner who was still a virgin. We, we weren't having sex. We were just doing other stuff. And I caught a whiff of the fishy odor then. Huh? So I feel like it can't be semen's the only thing. Like I'm sure other things could kind of disturb, you know, your, 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 uh, like what, what do you fucking call that? Well, flora. There's another word I'm trying to think of here. Yeah. Yeah. The microorganisms that live inside all of us, you get kind of a balance, and that's cool, but if it gets out of balance, bad shit happens. Yeah. You're... I feel like other stuff could cause that. An imbalance in the vaginal ecosystem. Yeah. You know? Could have uh, maybe... been, been that BV Ma she was mentioning, which, by the way, stands for bacterial vaginosis. Hmm. God, because that, that's just... That's, that's, it's interesting to me. Like, I can see this being... I'm I'm not I'm not a, well kind of scientist. I'm not this kind of scientist. Uh, <laughs> oh, what a line! I'm a can, I'm a smart I'm a smart dude. Can I pull? But it, like, I'm sending you an image. This might be the um, this might be the episode art. 
Oh boy. Just the look wait, on wait. her face. <laughs> <laughs> Overgrowth of bacteria normally present in the vagina. There is some kind of standing slide with an arrow saying bacteria and a woman looking at kind of this overimposed text in this bacteria image with an extremely neutral face. <laughs> it's so like great. A, like a Native American and like an old 70s ad, like the stoic staring into the distance face. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess that's a good way to face bacterial vaginosis. I'd imagine so. Okay, but here's what I was getting at. Okay. I can see this being a thing that happens, and this could be like maybe a common cause of this or a cause for some people if you're you know if your your floor is just ain't playing right but it seems like they're they're making it sound like it's only semen that causes this and i just i don't think that's the case yeah no that sounds right so i don't know former microbiologist why do, how come you're not anymore huh probably because <laughs> you're fucking crazy theorizing like this checkmate <laughs> checkmate scientist yeah. <laughs> hey, Donovan. What's up? You need can, something? Can you do something for me real quick? Yeah, yeah, what's up? Can you help me squirt? <laughs> Hi, everyone. I masturbate a lot, but I've only squirted maybe two times. <laughs> Frowny face emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I do the same thing every time. Why am I not squirting every time? Please help. Uh, sort of like you know the emoji with like the eyes closed and like the the like pained mouth emoji. This uh, post by uh, Remarkable Version ninety one. All right. Who would like to squirt? Remarkable and needs yeah. your help. Um, I've had I've had some experience with with uh, partners squirting. It kind of you know there's a range of it. Some for some folks it it just happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. For some folks, it's, like, very frequent, like, most mm-hmm. times. Yeah. Uh, in my experience, usually have made that happen by fingering. As somebody is saying in the comments here, like, two fingers in, up, and, like, pointing back towards you. Yep. Find kind that of working out for a while. Eventually, eventually stuff happens. Doesn't always happen. Find that G-spot. Yeah, find that G-spot. But, you know, if somebody's, somebody's a, a squirter-type person... You know, that that might make it happen. And I imagine, like, that's kind of what you've been doing. Um, but also, though, like, even even with long-term partners who, if they weren't, like, fully, like, this was a pretty common thing, it was always kind of hard to figure out, like, how to just kind of do this. It was kind of just something, in my experience, something that would happen sometimes, but I didn't have, besides, like, the fingering kind of technique I'm talking about, I think is pretty standard for like penetrative fingering. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really have like a like a technique guaranteed to work. I, I think it's just going to happen sometimes, and sometimes it isn't. Yeah, one of them. One of the mysteries of the body. Uh, it's yeah. like, like okay, I can eat the same food like day in and day out. Like I have like a pretty consistent diet. It's a lot of fried chicken, for example. <laughs> but my poop comes out different every time. I should make a Reddit post entitled "Help Me Poop Big." Yeah, I like only the f- poop big. I, like, I eat the same stuff. I like a fat log. Yeah, give me something I, I can give me something that I can send to the group chat. You know? Oh yeah, give me something that requires the poop knife, folks. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. That's all he's asking for. 
Yeah, but I, I that's kind of all the advice we can we can give you on that. Like, pay attention because if it's happened a couple times, it's gonna happen again. Mm-hmm. Maybe like just kind of experiment with trying different kind of methods. And I don't know, maybe it lines up that, okay, when I do this, it happens more frequently. But again, there's the potential that it's, it's just not, that it's not going to be a consistent thing. And that like that's cool. You know, it is fun. I mean, I, I love when partners do this. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, some who mm-hmm, get fucking mm-hmm. stoked about it, too. It's like, it's a lot of flair. It's very fantastical. It's a great time. <laughs> adds a little extra, adds a little extra to the experience. A little liquid confetti for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you cross the finish line and you know they <laughs> they dump a gallon of bodily fluids on you for the for the victory. No, great. but yeah, there's I don't think I don't know. In your experience, Arthur, you got any you got any like tips in your experience or about the same thing? Oh man. Uh my only real experience with squirting is with one partner who squirted every time. Uh, nice. to great lengths and great Woo. volume. And Woo. it was it was fucking awesome. <laughs> It's like the best shit. It was so cool. <laughs> it is. Like, it's one of those things that I remember seeing in porn and being like, this is probably some shit that does not ever happen, and it's kind of played out. And then, and then it happens in real life, and you're like, oh, no, this is as great as I expected it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the girl who I was going down on, and she pooped a little bit. Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah that that's was fun. I, that's what I... That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but so, yeah, I just, you know, I think just keep doing your thing. And, and if you start to make an association with the squirting, keep doing that one. But also, as we talked about in a lot of other questions, uh, like especially in sex, even masturbation, when you're by yourself, you kind of a lot of it is like mindset. And if you go in there and you're like, come on, I'm going to squirt this time. Yeah, and you get all like worked up that it's not happening. You know, you're it's going to what's the. I feel like I had a term for this last time. You, you, you kind. It's not self sabotage, but it's just like focusing too hard on something that you get yourself wigged out. Yeah, and then you can't. You know, you're not relaxed. You can't just operate. Yeah. Psych yourself out. So, Psych yourself. Yeah, out. that's that's the that's the term I'm looking for. So don't don't get psyched out about this. You know, don't think anything's wrong if it's not happening and and what have you. Just just keep on going, and when it happens, that's cool. And when it doesn't, that's cool too. Yeah. As long as you're having a good time, fuck. Yeah. So just see if any techniques line up with the with the cannon firing, and then keep doing that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. All right. What's next? Oh, after the butt licking. That's what's next. That's the name <laughs> of the title of this question. After the butt licking. That sounds like the. We, there was a there was a novel called After the War. After <laughs> the butt licking. This is yeah. This is the long-awaited sequel to the butt licking Pulitzer Prize winner, the butt licking. So I finally licked my wife's butthole last night. We were fucking doggy style, and I pulled out and started eating her pussy from the back. She started moaning and got really into it. So did I. I worked her clit and her vulva like crazy with my tongue. I put my tongue inside her, and she started fucking herself with it by rocking back and forth. How fucking yeah. big is your tongue? This is written by... This was posted by Gene Simmons. <laughs> uh, I've always wanted to lick her asshole, but she's made several comments about it being gross, so I've never tried it. 
She was so wet and so turned on that I just went for it last night and licked her ass. As soon as my tongue touched her there, she let out this deep, passionate moan. Oh. Oh. I licked. I licked her asshole for about five minutes, making sure not to go back to the pussy, even though she was freshly showered. No, like good technique. Don't cross contaminate. That's right. And out my dick and put my dick back in her until we both orgasmed. We haven't spoken about it since. (laughs) How do I talk to her about it without making anything awkward? I want to keep that on the menu, and I want to know if she likes it, but I can be such an awkward person with anybody. And that was posted by Southern Writer. One. That's, that's your fucking wife, man. I wouldn't mean anybody. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't sit down at breakfast the next morning, you know, you got your coffee and your waffles, you take a big pull of that cup of coffee, and you... <sighs> so, uh... You seem to enjoy it when I licked your asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's the kind of thing you right. should be able to just be like, hey, honey, I licked your butt. How do you feel about that? I'm, I'm going to say something I've talked about before, that if you have kind of ideas like this, you try something for the first time, when you're doing your pillow talk after having sex, like, yeah. bring that shit up and ask yeah. if she was into it, how she felt about, you know would she want to do that again? Or did it kind of, you know, gross her out or anything? I mean, it seems like she was on board, but I feel like that moment right after is good for like anxiety stuff. Cause mm-hmm. you're both kind of worn out to extent, you know, you've done some physical activity, a little kind of calms the brain down a little bit. You're both right on the topic. You're both naked. You know, you're fucking covered in fluids. It's like as vulnerable as you can be with each other. Mm. And I think that's the good time often to talk about this. Whereas if it's breakfast, you know, she's having her, her first coffee, and maybe a, a Laura bar, and you're sure. like, hey, what'd you think about me sucking on your asshole? <laughs> you might be like, oh, God, I don't want to talk about that right now. I mean, you know, I got to work. <laughs> I got to go to work in like a half an hour, dog. Yeah. yeah. So if, if it seems like it went well, though, and so I just wait till it comes back, you know, next time you have sex or, or doing anything sexual, maybe go for it again, and then mm. afterwards, talk about it you know because she let out this deep passionate moan you know that i i think i replicated quite well mm-hmm. if somebody mm-hmm. made the noise at me i'd be like nice <laughs> yeah nice sweet. okay cool cool we're on board but yeah <laughs> just 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 check in but especially after new experience i think you should have just talked about this right afterwards yeah, in the heat but i know Sometimes in the heat of it afterwards, too, you're just not even thinking about that shit. Mm-hmm. So I just try to do that next time. Yep. Like if the moan, if it, so it goes from deep passionate to like up a few octaves, if it's like, <laughs> yeah, then you, then you know that that's not the move. But I think, I think based on the, uh, based on the reaction, I think it's uh, safe to go for it again and then have that conversation. Yeah, you licked her asshole for about five minutes. For a full five minutes, yeah. I think, yeah, I think she, I think she noticed, and I think she was on board because you, you guys were doing that for five minutes. So, right. you know, <laughs> just, just, just bring it up. It's a weird one too because people haven't experienced it. You know, self included. Back in the day, you think about it, and you're like, ah, oh, that's kind of gross. You know, you do do the preparation properly and do it. It's a pretty good time. Yeah. So, 
True Chat ass. about it. You know. True ass licking. True ass. Good luck. I hope you all, uh, you know, I hope you get to really develop your, your butt tongue game together. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, fight's mm-hmm. always fun. You know, you guys are married. You got something new to throw into the mix. It'll spice yeah. your sex life up a bit. That's really yeah. good times. So Powerful. I think things are looking good. Don't get wigged out. Talk about it next time. The moment is appropriate. You feel comfortable. Donovan. Hmm. What are the best positions for men with death grip syndrome? Echoes, 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 canteen! I was literally going to put like something from Money Store right there. But yeah. you nailed it. Um, Just put the beat. People will not be able to distinguish me from MC Ride. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so this is posted by a throwaway because my partner uses Reddit. Also, apologies for formatting. <laughs> I'm typing on my phone. Me and my partner have been together around seven months and sleeping together for around four. We finally had a major breakthrough in our last session as he was able to orgasm simply with P and V sex. Normally, when he wanted to orgasm, he would have to finish himself off. It was a prone position with my legs crossed and me essentially doing one prolonged Kegel. Now, as you can imagine, this took a lot out of me, so I was wondering if there are any positions to stimulate, simulate that level of tightness, both P, I, P and V and P in other places. Uh, also, I can't orgasm from this position, prone. So are there any other positions uh, for the female orgasm? Posted by bro underscore underscore away 202. Hmm. Perhaps we should okay. begin by describing death grip. Yeah. Uh, my understanding of this is it's just like you're, you're a guy, you're, you're masturbating frequently. Uh, I think typically not using lube is a component of it. And it's Mm. just like you're squeezing the shit out of your dick and you kind of get to this point where you're like desensitized and then see if you have normal sex or a blowjob or something. It's just not enough stimulation because you kind of adapted to literally fucking cranking the hog. Hmm. I had always understood it as more of a more of a psychological thing um, where like you're giving yourself instant feedback because anybody who's had an orgasm knows that there's kind of like a, like a feedback kind of wave that runs with, uh, with, uh, sexual stimulation and like rising to orgasm, right? Like it'll kind of ebb and flow. And then, uh, you'll take the action necessary to push the wave when the time to orgasm comes, right? (laughs) Comes. Um, and, like when you're doing it to yourself, you have instant, you have the instant ability to like take that feedback and give yourself exactly what you need in order to reach orgasm. But when you're doing something with a partner, uh, even if you're say in control of the, of the stroke motion, uh, you maybe you know, it's, it's less precise than doing it with your hand. Right. Gotcha. And so you, you get this, like, I guess I'm kind of saying the same thing, but it's like, no, more. that's a good component too. Yeah. You're not like actually controlling like all of the goings on with your hand. Like there's a lot of other kind of factors there. Yeah. Some have also d- said that it's like a like a pornography thing. Uh that like if you're masturbating to porn uh that you'll eventually become less able or unable to orgasm with a partner. Right. I've heard that. Somebody is saying that in the comments, too. And I want to just say before this, I don't buy this. I'll give you my alternate theory. 
But the, like what we've talked about, and I've wikipedia it too, death grip syndrome are slang terms from suffering from one's aggressive and recurrent male masturbation technique, resulting in not being able to get satisfaction in regular intercourse with a partner. Mm. So this person down here in the comments, virtual confidence, 56. This is no magical position. He needs to stop masturbating entirely for several months. He also should quit porn for at least eight months. Once his penis slash brain response normalizes, then he could go back to both, but in moderation. That is fucking excessive, dude. That is yeah, some nofap so. type shit where yeah. people are convinced that like jerking off like oh ruins fucking everything else. And it's like, that's one possible theory. Like my alternate theory is a combination of kind of just the desensitization of like holding on too hard. The stuff you're talking about, Arthur, that like psychologically, there's a whole different component and ability to let go. And just like your awareness and comfortableness when you're, you know, you know how you work, you know, Mm -hmm. like what works for you versus being with a partner where like they got to take their needs into consideration and you know, maybe they're into different things than you and it just doesn't quite do it. Um, and typically you're going to have more time sunk into masturbating. I think most people, and that is consistently the same situation. It's you versus multiple, you know, partners you might have throughout your life. Like I I could just see it being very easy for, Really, anybody like not an abnormal thing just to be a less comfortable in the sense that like they're kind of less able to let go when they're with a partner versus you know when they're just jerking off on the toilet i don't think there needs to be this whole you know if you know you gotta quit porn for fucking eight at least eight months or your dick will never work again yeah it's like or you could you know keep working with your partner talk about what feels good to both of you and you know, not put pressure on yourself to have to come immediately, not feel mm-hmm. ashamed of that, yeah. and kind of work through that until you're both comfortable. So, you know, you can pick. I think my option is a lot better than uh, stop masturbating entirely for several months. Yeah, this fucking Jordan Peterson shit over here. It is, and it's upvoted to hell, and I see a ton of this on Reddit, and no fap can fucking jerk me off. Fuck all of you people. It's such like a bizarre kind of misogynist kind of puritanical thing. I think it's fucking total bogus. I saw somebody one time say uh, it was this nofap guy and he was like, uh, imagine orienting your entire life around the release of dopamine. I'm like, (laughs) uh, that's what your brain do. That's what we all do it. You know, like, so say, say you're real career oriented don't you think it's about getting your brain to release neurotransmitters because, like, the only way you can get off is by fucking dominating others and being more successful than them? You know what I mean? Fucking bingo. And that's the same type of people who I, I think tend to, are to be very fucking out of touch with their feelings mm. and, like, understand trying to figure out what's going on with them and feeling comfortable. Instead, they want to put it off to this foe that is the porn industry, which is evil in many cases. That's a whole True. different thing. But the concept of porn in general, it's not necessarily an evil fucking thing, you know, and it needs to be that like, uh, you just been jerking it. You know, you got to do this puritanical, you know, none of the jerking off, You'd be like a stoic for like several months. And it's just like, 
I, you just, I feel like that's just a way to avoid having to engage with whatever is broken inside of you. Mm. <laughs> fucking nerds. Yeah, fucking Jesus. nerd asses. But imagine, think about this. You don't nut for like six months. Oh, that's going to be a good nut. That's going to be a nut, good nut coming back. That's sure. That, I mean, that's true. You know, I've ta- I've not like come for a while and then done it. And yeah, like that is a component to an extent. But I don't think like total pleasure of taking eight months off and then the super <laughs> nut at the end. I don't think that's going to be all. It's going to be great. It's going to be better than a regular nut, I'm sure. It ain't going to be fun. But I don't worth think it's going to be months. eight months better. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's wild. <laughs> this shit is so fucking, fucking backwards. I see it. <laughs> just drown the whole fucking room no i see this shit all over fucking reddit i don't think we've talked about this before either maybe we can maybe we can do a little investigation on on nofap or something we'll talk about nofap versus coomers but i'm telling you the 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 only thing you need to know you know if you're if you're within our kind of uh uh ideological circle there's a huge overlap with nofap people and like men's rights activist people y'all and like MG Toe fuckers. Like all, all the worst fucking dorkest dudes on their website who are fucking afraid of their feelings, they're all about this shit. Yeah. So I think that probably says something about this shit. Because I wouldn't trust those fucks as far as I could throw them. And I'm pretty strong, Arthur. I could throw a person probably 10 miles. That's wow. So you're, you're yeah. very trusting of their brand, it seems. Cite that. Cite that. I'll fucking chuck them. <laughs> Wait, no, no, I can't throw them, I'm saying, but a normal person, a self-actualized person, I could chuck mm. them like 10 miles. That's what I I'm see. saying. I see. Okay. Okay. Whew. Damn. I wasn't expecting the rant on that one, but it brought up a bunch of garbage I've seen on this website. And, uh, you know, I just want folks to be aware of that. When people throw shit on this, it's the top comment on a subreddit that's usually like very good and kind of like empirical about sexual topics. What the fuck is this doing is the top comment. Yeah. You know what? With the caps on entirely in my... Okay. You know what? <laughs> did, did, did down vote, 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 vote. Oh, I'm hitting I did, too. I'm I hitting. did my part. Yeah. Hell yeah. A one-two punch. Let's get my alt accounts in here and nuke this fucker. <laughs> get banned from the website. It's worth it. I, uh, I have a confession to make. What's that? Being casually naked turns me on. Ooh. I, 18F, well, I'm... 31M, but uh, 18F. Uh, always get really turned on when I walk around top naked, bottom naked, or fully naked around someone, and they stare at me. I don't know why it turns me on so much. I don't like sending nudes, but being casually naked in person turns me on. Why does this turn me on? Who else gets turned on by that? This was posted by, oh boy, Buff 7 that was an impressive read of that because I couldn't make heads or fucking tails of that, <laughs> of that name. You know the phrase uh, "heads or tails." I like to say I can't make tits or ass of that. Ooh, that's good. I'm, that at, I'm putting that in my vernacular box right next to "I smell what you're stepping in." Thanks, that's homie. It's good. It's good. <laughs> uh, okay. When I'm fully naked around someone, are we talking about partners here? I hope we're not yeah, talking about partners. just like. You walk into the Dairy Queen, and you're like, what's up? I'm naked. This is turning me on. Y'all are looking at me over your fucking burgers and ice cream. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why that tickled me so much. This turned me on. 
My fetish. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna assume this is this is around a partner. Yeah. You you bring up you don't like sending nudes, but being casually naked in person turns me on. Totally different. I mean, things. I think a big yeah, because the nude something's out there. It could get more out there, and you don't want that to happen. Don't want that. But you just you just being naked with your partner, like you're in control of that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're being you're being vulnerable, and like they can see you naked. And I could see like that kind of sense of vulnerability, but also kind of having control in the situation. It's kind of hot, you know. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's something about the like being at home. And you like you both, you know, as you both got the day off, you got the whole day ahead of you, and you're like, let's just fucking lounge around the living room nude. Oh, that's good. Oh shit. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fucking fantastic. Like, oh man, uh, there was one time uh, we had just recently begun to adventure with uh, cannabis edibles, and uh, we fucking we chowed down on some brownies. And then we got naked and sat in the living room and waited for shit to pop off. And then we had the fucking, we had the laziest but best sex, like, ever to (laughs) exist on this planet. And we couldn't stop laughing. It was fucking great. (laughs) Animal sex is the best for that reason. Even, like, the laughing on top of it, it's not, like, an awkward thing. It's, like, a shared just, everything here is absurd, but it's great. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's a nice place to be. Oh, yeah. Um... I think I think another component of this could be that like it's it even in, in a situation where you're just in private with your partner, but you're not in like a straight up you're not having sex. Mm. I think there's something exciting about kind of skirting societal norms, because like when it comes down to it, you, naked it's a normal thing. Everybody's mm. fucking naked under whatever else they got on. You know, we all got bodies and we all got mostly the same parts. Um, but, the, you know, there's there's obviously a stigma around it. You're not allowed to go running around naked. And, you know, most people aren't going to see you naked. It's kind of like that kind of select few people. Mm-hmm. And but you're so you're in this controlled environment, but you're kind of skirting this norm. And, you know, there's no awkwardness of anybody you don't trust in that sort of thing. And I think that's just a thing that can be like, not necessarily, not only like in this context, I think it's hot, it's exciting. Uh, But like, I think that applies to a lot of things where there's just something kind of nice and and fun about like doing something with your body. That's kind of different. Like I I paint my fingernails, I've been doing it for a year Mm. and I, I just get a kick out of it. I like how it looks, you know, you walk around people, People like comment on it. It's usually been like, well, it's only been compliments in my case. And it's just fun because it's like, this is the thing I'd never pay attention to. The fucking stupid nails on my finger that grow too fast. And now it's a fun fucking sparkly thing. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? There's, yeah, there's yeah. something There's something nice about that. About being uh, casually transgressive. Exactly. That's, that's a very good word for it. And I like that. And I think a lot of people... You know, a lot of people will dig that. And even if there's an element of anxiety, sometimes that can be like an invigorating thing. You oh, know, absolutely. Again, I think it's about the vulnerability with with this one. And uh, yeah, no, I, I totally get it. I think that's rad. Yeah. Keep doing that with your partner. Make that a lifelong thing. 
Definitely so. And and also like what you're talking about, lounging around and oh, just yeah. kind of being nude with each other outside of a sexual context, just for, you know, a little bit of fun sexual energy to it. That's fun as hell too. You yeah. know? And a lot of people just kinda of don't do that because you know, you're not used to just walking around places naked unless you're me in your apartment or in my apartment. <laughs> not in your apartment, listener, unless you're trying to get in up. That should be a so, Patreon yeah. tier. Donovan won't come and lounge naked in your apartment. <laughs> oh, you can paint me. It'll be great. And then send the portrait and we'll put it in the studio. Good times. Very good. Very strong. That's a good bit. Should I get a nude portrait of myself commissioned to just have it hanging in my, in my living room? Like a fucking, like a, like a five by eight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking ornate frame, heavy oil paints. So you can see, like, all the texture of it. And it's oh. just my fucking, uh, my, my unbalanced big old scrote right there on the wall. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm have very a fucking Zoom interview. Have that in the background. Don't give any <laughs> details. Refuse to comment on it. Make that my background for Zoom. <laughs> good shit. Good. Oh, good shit. I love it. All right. What's next? Oh, a question on the minds of many of us. Why can't I stop masturbating? 18M. <laughs> Man, it's, I it's also spelled like pasteurized, so it's like masturbating. Ooh, nice. Very sanitary. <laughs> this summer, this summer, I, 18M, have nutted so many times it's not even funny. I honestly just can't stop. It's all I think about. Whenever I go on social media and see a hot girl or I see one of my hot teachers on Zoom class... It's go time. All I can think about are ass and tighties. I need a girlfriend who constantly wants to smash like I do. I don't even know if I can stop. It's just fucking amazing. And that was posted by Black Boy Uno. Wow. I remember that. Me too. Oh, that was a hard couple of years. <laughs> but it's like, uh, as I'm, I'm growing older, I'm in my 30s now. Uh, you still do fucking kind of want to masturbate all the time, if I'm to be honest with you, but you've, you learn to pick your spots better. Yeah. And it's not such like an overwhelming urge. Yeah. That you're like, fuck, like I got to get out of class and go in a bathroom right now and crank one out. I feel like that's pretty, you you will definitely be watching a movie and you're sitting there and you're like, huh, I guess it's time. (laughs) Just fucking pull it out. No, if we, everybody's got those moments sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, that, I mean, this is, it's, why can't I stop masturbating? The answer is in the title, 18M. Yeah. Dude, it's just, and here's the first comment. I like this time, Boba Butch. I think this is called being a horny teenager. Fucking bingo, dude. But uh, OP has responded yeah. saying, but for me, I swear it's different. I'm like the only one of my friend group who jerks off the most. Eve, I I don't know if that's true. You know, I don't, I don't know if you guys keep a tally board going, leaderboard. (laughs) You fucking text each other every time. (laughs) Can I get a dub in the chat every time? (laughs) Every time you fucking nut. Uh, But even so, I, I don't know. I don't think you're drastically ahead of your of your friends here. But even if you are, like, there's. 
all of this shit is pretty standard for for being you know in your teens like this like you just got a lot of sexual energy mm-hmm. it's new you know there's this big kind of novelty to it uh inside you got hormones fucking coursing through you like it makes sense you know if it gets to the point that it's kind of driving you to do things that are not like literally going to the bathroom and jerking off at school that's a little questionable yeah you know or anything else where you're doing something wrong there i think then it's a little bit of a problem but if it's just that you're horny pretty frequently you're jerking off a lot that's that's just normal that's just how it is then yeah and you're gonna might have it more than others but it's still you know it's just normal yeah if you're doing it more than your friends you just have like a higher libido than them and that's you know that's a thing people have. Yeah, and it's, it's right, and it even though it differs for everybody, it, it, and it's normal if things are operating, you know, the way that you want, and and the way that you know, if you're if you're healthy, if it's not coming from like an underlying condition or something that's that's killing your libido, there's a big old range of normal, you know. So mm-hmm. as long as it's not disrupting your life, uh, and you're not doing anything fucking weird or illegal eh, just keep jerking it it's cool you yeah. know it'll pass eventually or won't and you can just keep jerking it all your life it'll be fucking great <laughs> jerking your whole life long jerking your whole life long <laughs> i was thinking of that i was thinking of that as like one of those psas like the more you know type thing <laughs> jerking your whole life long stars go across the screen. Nice. <laughs> you know what? This episode needs a star wipe because our intro song is the song Hanging On by the band Knower, whose music you can find at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. Woo! Outro music. It's the Hey Fellows. Their, t- their name of the band, it's three words. The song of the band, it's called Stephanie. You can find what? the band what Instagram. Did you do? What? what did you do? What? What? You broke yourself. No, I'm just mixing up the order. I'm switching things up. <laughs> the outro oh, music is the song Stephanie by the Hey Fellas. You can find them on Spotify. You can find them on Instagram, Instagram.com slash the Hey Fellows. And they've got some, you know, they riff. They do some creative out of the box stuff. Kind of like my outro segment there that my co-host <laughs> nipped in the bud because he didn't understand the complexity just... of my humor. I just thought you had a fucking stroke, my guy. <laughs> Damn it. I thought I thought I was I was like, I want to throw some oh mix this one up. I mix it up a little bit too much. <laughs> oh, uh fucking uh Patreon. Go subscribe to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash RFTB. And uh you'll get uh at this point three bonus episodes. Uh featuring uh one featuring uh friend of the show, Mark Atkins. And another featuring uh, our friend who we mention rather often, Zisty, uh, is on coming on chatting, talking He's... about uh, fucking spice and K two, all kinds yeah. of all kinds of goofy shit. It's a little bit more freeform, but we do stick to kind of like a question between uh, the guest and, and us that we kind of respond to. Uh, we're thinking of some other ideas for for bonus shows. We'll put in there too eventually. I will also tell you. Uh, street fight listeners out there 
We have scheduled for next week uh, the second half of Street Fight, Brian Quimby coming on, which uh, we're both very stoked about. Yeah. Uh, if you're in a Street Fight, which I bet some of the folks who listen to us are, uh, if you want to put any questions you got for him in the question box, we can uh, we can ask him when uh, when he comes on. So yeah. look forward to that. Fire it up, folks. I'm going to go play video games for several hours is what the fuck I'm going to do because I love you. Thanks. Bye. Spackoot.